You're listening to the Beauty Me podcast, which is all about beauty without the BS. If you're interested in how the worlds of beauty and wellness are intertwined, or you're obsessed with daily rituals of skincare and self-care, or you just want to know the latest when it comes to new beauty, this is for you. I'm your host, Sharice Kenyon. This week's guest is Quebec City, Canada-based Sarah Jane Roger Goebel, better known as Always Playing With Makeup on Instagram. Sarah Jane is a busy mum, a visual merchandiser, and as her Instagram handle says, she is literally always playing with makeup, like late at night, first thing in the morning. It's just her favorite thing to do. She also has this amazing glow, which was the main reason I thought SJ would be perfect for the second Skin First episode. I wanted to ask SJ on to just find out how she gets that glow because it's all despite the fact that she says she has a dry skin type. I wanted to know what product she uses, whether she thinks it's a case of skin first, product second, and why being creative with makeup is so important to her. I think a lot of you will relate to this one, so I hope you love it. First of all, I'm always woken up by my son, so he'll start to talking or like telling me to come get him. And the first thing I do is I just take my phone. I'm like super addicted to my phone. So I'll look at Instagram, I'll reply to messages, I'll reply to any comments or anything like that. I think um, that's something that I really value a lot from people that take the time to message me. I'll always make sure that I reply back to them because their time is just as valuable as mine. And then I'll go get my son. We'll have breakfast. I'll take him to daycare. And that's when I have a moment for me. So that's why I'm going to go in my bathroom and just, um, I don't wash my face in the morning. I only wash it once at night. Well, double cleanse. And then I'll go through my skincare routine. Do you want me to tell you what my skincare routine yeah. is? So if you're not <laughs> washing your face, are you doing a little micellar water to just refresh or? Um, so lately I've been just using a toner or a micellar water, but sometimes I find that like a hydrating toner feels nicer on my skin. So I've been using the Caudalie one. Um, so I really enjoy that. I also really enjoy the Laneige one. That's kind of like a hydrating moisturizer at the same time. And then I'll spritz an essence. I really like the one from Fit Glow. So I'll spray that. And then sometimes I'll always change it up. Sometimes I'll use vitamin C. Sometimes I won't. The only vitamin C that hasn't broken me out is a powder form from Ejenatar. So that's the one I use. And then I'll, I'll always change it up. I'm addicted to always trying new things, but I try to not put too much thing on my skin. So it like freaks out, yeah. but definitely um, a serum that's glowy. And then I'll just put a light moisturizer and always, always, always sunscreen. But tell me about this glow, always using a glowy serum. Give me some names. Like what have you been loving lately? Yeah. So um, there is one from Fit Glow that I really do enjoy. So there's two that they have. They have the Mandelic Drop. That is like kind of like a brightening serum that I really enjoy. They also have a, what was it, a collagen oil that is really nice that I find is really plumping. And I find that it, it's, it's just not too much of a heavy oil. Cause in the morning I'll make sure that my oil is not too heavy. Yeah. Um, so that I don't look too greasy cause I already use glowy products for my makeup as yeah. well. And I find that also for sunscreen, I'll just make sure that it's a glowy sunscreen. So I really like the, um, super group one, the, I think it's called super glow or something like that. The only beef that I have with that is that 
I feel like they should have different shades because if you put it on someone that has darker skin, it would look a little bit gray. So sometimes I refrain from talking about it because I don't like sharing something that's not inclusive on my page. I don't want anyone to feel bad that they can't use something that I'm talking about. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I like to use. How long have you been doing your makeup and stuff on Instagram? So what's funny is that I've been on social media for a really long time on and off. So I kind of have a habit of like being on it. And then I, I had many different accounts in the past. So I started with YouTube like about yeah. 15 years ago when it wasn't even that popular. And this account I created after giving birth to my son. So I'm a, the kind of person that's really creative. If I don't use my creativity in a way, um, I don't feel fulfilled. So I realized that when I gave birth to my son, I had a little bit of a depression. I wasn't told that I had depression, but I could feel that I wasn't myself anymore. And when I created this page, it was really just a space for me, for me, that it's just not my son being latched onto me all the time and just have an escape where I can be creative and um, do that every single day. And it really got me out of my funk and it made me realize that as a mom, you can still be yourself and there's still time that you can take for yourself to take back your identity. And that's what this page gave to me. I love that. I think, um, was it last week? Maybe it was the week before. And you did your makeup at some really strange hour. Was it like really late or something? You just felt that you needed, oh, yeah. you had to do it. Yeah. Um, that day specifically, I remember I hadn't done makeup in like three days. So I just had content that were backed up. And I made the conscious decision that I wanted to spend time with my husband and it was, I think it was a, a Monday night. And like, he knows I share everything online, but I told him after dinner, I said, okay, I really need to do makeup today just because I don't feel myself. And he said, well, you should go to sleep. And I snapped. I was like, okay, I understand that sleep is important. And I realized that I'm not the best wife that I can be if I don't take that time for me. So makeup may be vain to some people, but for me, it's actually just a space where I can just reset and feel like myself again. And yeah, I do it often at 10 o'clock at night. If I, if I don't have time in the morning, I'll put on makeup just to take it off 10 seconds later. Oh, same, same, especially this past year, obviously. Um, but it's so yeah. important because I just did an episode about um, mental health and makeup comes up really often. And when I was getting the episode ready, I heard this short podcast. It was only like a six minute podcast and it was, it was about makeup and mental health. So I was like, let me listen to it. And it was a woman that does not really wear makeup. And the way she talks about women was so annoying. Like it's a woman for a start. She barely wears makeup. And she just bashed, but what are you trying to hide? I don't understand what's wrong with showing yourself. I can't, it was so negative. We need to update that that view of, of it being about vanity it's really not in the past so I went to makeup school way long ago uh, before I went into fashion design school and I always just put on so much makeup like I I always had like a really really thick layer of foundation yeah. even though I didn't really need it yeah. and when I started working five years ago to the job that I have now no one wore makeup and I felt really judged like people were telling like oh like are you going to realize that you don't have to wear makeup? And I actually stopped wearing makeup for about two years on and off. Like I wasn't wearing makeup, but actually what it taught me is to be comfortable in my own skin and realize that I don't need all those layers. And like, I'm going to bring it back to what you were saying. 
when I gave birth to my son, I was holding him and it, it was really hard. The first six months were really hard. And a lot of people were saying like, are you sure you want other ones? Like, cause it, it was a tough six months. And I remember looking at myself in the mirror and my hair wasn't done and I had no makeup on and I felt horrible about myself. Like not that I wasn't, well, I wasn't presentable, but not that like I had to put makeup on, but I just looked in the mirror and I'm like, who is this girl? Like, I don't recognize her. And that's when I started doing makeup again, but actually doing it more minimal and not wearing so much foundation or anything like that, but just enhancing my own beauty. And that's when I realized that, you know, you don't need that much makeup. And there's this stigma around like people that wear makeup, they're wearing layers and layers. And actually, no, the art of amazing makeup artistry is making it look like you're actually not wearing that much. And it's just, I woke up and I'm a Disney character and it's just (laughs) wonderful, you know? (laughs) I love that. I love that. It gave you something like, why would someone want to take that away from you? It's just Mm -hmm. ridiculous. But anyway, so let's take it back. Tell me about when you first clicked that like beauty was this thing that you were interested in or you could play with. Oh my God. I've been in love with beauty for so long. I remember when I was younger, my mom was a Mary Kay, uh, like she sold Mary Kay. And back in the day, it was like this pink plastic setup with a mirror and everything were in tube forms. And I remember my mom gave us all her samples and I have a twin sister. So we would play makeup all the time and I would just get lost in it. And I would just see my mom get ready and just looking at her and being like, Oh my God, she's like the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And she'd put on lipstick and I just, I just felt like there was this amazing moment just for yourself where you could just create whatever you wanted to create on your face. You know, like if you want to have a cat eye and feel like a badass one day, or if you want to just like be soft and pretty and angelic, you can do it. And it's all with the power of makeup. And I remember when we, like we would get allowance every week. And the first time that I saw a Mac makeup counter, I just lost my mind and I saved my money so I can buy my very first lipstick. And it was the collection Eden rocks. And I still remember to this day that lipstick, I don't have it anymore because I brought it to return back to Mac, but it just, it's always, I've just been always fascinated by the, the idea of just applying different colors on your face and just transforming. Yeah. So you went to beauty school and then you said you studied fashion. Yeah. So basically I went to beauty school, like for selfishly, just learning it for myself. I'm the type of person that I get bored if I'm sitting down. So I'm constantly have the desire to learn more. So I would do always my friends makeup in high school and we'd go out always. And when I decided to go to fashion design school, I took a year off uh, Well, I finished high school and I took a year off before applying and I just worked full time. And I got really bored just working full time. So I just realized there was a college close to my house that had a makeup program at night. So every single night I would go do the makeup program just just for me, just to do it. And then I ended up doing like a couple like uh, like really low budget music videos and like weddings and just kept doing it for my friends. But yeah, so I just did it as a side as a side thing for for fun. And then I ended up working in fashion design for many years. Have you kind of honed your style over that time? I think that makeup is always an evolution. So I think the information we have now is so different than what it was back in the day. So when I went to school, I feel like it was really cookie cutter. Like it's like, this is where you put the darkest shade. This is where you put the highlight. This is where, 
you know, like that's how it was. And I feel like when I came back, especially two years ago, if you were to go back on my Instagram, you would see that my makeup has evolved so much. And I think it's people like Katie Jane Hughes, um, Janessa Myricks, um, Lisa Eldridge, like all these people that I've just looked at. And I find that it's not copying. It's more like learning something from someone, whether they're just like an avant-garde makeup artist or doing runway or every day, there's always like a little bit of knowledge that you can gain from all of them and then kind of learn what you like on your, on your face. So it's all trial and error. So I think it's just about trying new things and always pushing yourself. And I think if you're showing up every single day, you will learn like what you like. And I think people will start to realize what's the kind of thing that they're expecting from you every single day. A lot of us want that look that that you have, that very smooth, glowy. Is it about taking care of your skin, drinking water, all of that stuff first, and then the products? I think skin first. Skin is the most important thing. Like you, if you don't take care of what's underneath the foundation, it will show up regardless. So I think it was about like six years ago that I made a commitment that it's like, you need to wash your face at night. Don't go to bed with makeup on, even how tired you are. Make sure that you're hydrating and that you're listening to your skin. And the biggest thing I find is just not always taking advice from everything you see on Instagram. What I mean by that is that really figuring out what your skin needs. And sometimes we overcomplicate things. So just really simplifying your routine and making sure that you're nailing that first because the foundation or the makeup will just be layers on top of like, if you have, um, I don't know, like if you have a lot of acne, because like, I mean, if you do have acne, you can still correct it. But I find that it's really important to take care of the skin first, because I don't like putting on too much thick foundation, like very minimal. Talk me through your process. I'll I'll just call it the SJ glow, but like, (laughs) how do you build to this? And I have seen it on your stories and stuff, but just break it down for the listeners. Like, Where'd you start? Yeah, for sure. Let me grab something so I can show you what I like. I find that it also, what I like to do sometimes is that I like to share different products depending on different skins. So for me, since I have really dry skin, like I'll do something like a Danessa Marks dry oil. And even this one is really great for people with oily skin because the dry oil will not make some, your face super greasy. But if you're someone that wants to have something that's like more of a glow that doesn't have like the gloss that I have on today, like the Ilia uh, true radiant skin serum uh, priming serum is really great because it actually keeps your skin a little bit matte, but with the glow, but you're not going to look too shiny. So I find that it depends on what you like. And that's what I try to do every single week to show different options of glow because it's not realistic. Sometimes if someone has really oily skin, they might not be able to wear what I'm wearing today because they're going to like, freak out. So I'll always start, basically I'll do my skincare in the morning yeah. and I've never do my makeup right after. So I'll have like a couple hours before that. So that's important for me to skin prep additionally, once I start doing my makeup. So I'll always do like a dry oil or a serum or a moisturizer, but I find that moisturizer sometimes can be a little bit thick and then my makeup will move around. So those are like the main ones that I really, really love to use. So I'll start with that first. Sometimes I'll do um, a glowy, depending on the on the sunscreen that I use, if the sunscreen has shimmer in it already, like the super goop, I will skip this step. But if I want to glow even more, I'll use something like the Auric or the Hollywood Flawless Filter to just kind of add a little bit more shine to my face. And what's great with these products is that 
I find that when you really want to have just a natural skin finish and you don't want to put on too much foundation, this is a perfect step. That's just kind of, it's not going to cover all your redness, but it will create like an even base. That's yeah. going to be pretty great on your face. When I use this, I usually don't put on foundation afterwards. I'll just go right away with concealer. Right. That's what I was going to ask you actually, because I find foundation on top of products like that doesn't always work for me, but then I do have oily areas anyway. It's like, how would you say like, what's the best way for someone to test what kind of finish they should be going for? Yeah, I think the perfect way to start would just be to analyze how does your skin react to products like your regular products throughout the day. So if you're someone that's going to build like a lot of oils throughout the day and you're feeling like you get really, really shiny, then maybe the step that I'm using with an oil in the morning might not be for you. So just like really being in tune to figure out like what's the pattern of your skin with your regular makeup routine right now. I think that sets like a perfect base to figure out where you want to go from here. So if you feel like, oh, like my foundation tends to get really flaky and dry. And that's what my sister struggled with a lot, like super dehydrated skin. Yeah. This is a miracle worker. Like the, the, the dry oil from Danessa is just perfect for that because it will create a slip that will um, make your foundation not break or lag or like, a, what am I looking for to say? Uh, it won't catch to any dry patches on your face. Right. So this one is going to be really great. If you have like oily skin, maybe something like this, that's like not as slippy will grip onto your face a little bit more so that your foundation and your product won't move around as much during the day. So I think that's like the best question, like the best answer that I can give based on those. So you say 90% of the time you're more of a concealer, like different shades of concealer all over. Yeah. If I'm doing foundation, most of the time I'm going to be using something that is very, very light coverage or I'll dilute it a lot. So one of them that I really like actually that is, it's pretty full coverage. It's the hundred percent pure uh, fruit pigment foundation. It's super dewy. It's like, I really, really love it, but I'll like the way I'll apply it is I'll take um, my Katie Jane Hughes number eight brush and I'll just kind of fan it out on areas that I need because I find what happens is that when we use full coverage foundation, we actually have to put on more product afterwards because you lose all the different colors on your face. And then you start to look like you're wearing a mask. And then you have to work overtime to like contour and put on more blush to look like you're alive again. So that's why I kind of stray away from that. But if I'm using like a tinted foundation, like this week I'm using, I'm focusing on the Say slipcover. That's what I'm going to use more of a matte concealer. That's right. another thing that I could share. Sometimes like when you want to glow, you have to be strategic on where you want it to go. So I tend to not want to shine right here and like around my mouth. So I'll make sure that if I'm using a super dewy foundation, I'll take a matte concealer. If I'm taking a matte foundation, I'll use more of a dewy concealer because dewy, dewy, dewy everywhere. It's just, <laughs> I mean, it could be the vibe, but it can be kind of intense. <laughs> It's so funny because what you described just then, you know, when you said about um, foundation all over and it's like a mask, that was a technique back then. That was like the Kevin O'Quan technique. It was like, get rid of your features and I'm going to build them back up again. So it's definitely like fun, but we've, we've veered away from that so much. Unless you're talking about stage makeup, um, we've really veered away and we've come to kind of like this more almost patchworky vibe where you only put, instead of having foundation and concealer it's like 
this color concealer there, that color there, blend, and it's it creates more of like a seamless finish. But tell me, what would you say? I know you, the thing is, I know you have a lot of products. So if there was <laughs> one product that you could use and that's the product you're going to use for your, that glow, what is it? You can only use one. Oh my God, so hard. Um, okay, so I'm going to go with the one that I've used for the longest because that's like my original, but it would be the, the, the beauty oil by Vanessa Marks because what's cool with that is that if you have like a full coverage foundation, it has to be, it can be water-based because if you put water with oil, it will break down. But if you dilute this with yeah. your foundation, you can turn a matte foundation to a glowy foundation. You can put this underneath your foundation to make it seep through and really make it glow. And it's super hydrating. Like I don't think there's anything else in my kit that I would recommend more than this one, just because it goes for any type of skin type. Like it can be for anyone. So if I'd had to pick one, which is really hard, it'd be this one. If you are struggling that your, your skin is too oily or it's too dry. Well, one thing that's universal is the duet bomb in clear by Danessa. Like, I mean, you put that on top of anything and you will look dewy and, and it doesn't enhance texture. Like I find that if, if you do have texture, I wouldn't recommend the morning dew because it does have some shimmer in it and it's a little bit grittier, but this one, like, I mean, it works on any skin type. That product, every time I go to buy it, cause I've been trying to get the hot water one cause it just looks like a lovely, yes. you've got them all, haven't you? I bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they're like Pokemons. You got to catch them all. <laughs> <laughs> so gorgeous. That's the one I'm after, but it just keeps selling out over here. Yeah, that's the um, one I like because I feel like it will blend into my skin. But the clear one looks amazing. So it's so funny because earlier you said you have dry skin and I'm like, where? Well, I treat it well so that I don't have dry skin. So just take me through like a little bit of your regime purely because I feel like that is a, a common complaint of a lot of women and they might just be like, well, I don't bother. I, I'm not going to bother doing that because it's going to attract rather than detract so what kind of skincare do you use to kind of keep on top of your you know dry skin yeah so I think that well I do a double cleanse first of all so I use like a first an oil cleanser and I find that's like a really non-abrasive way to remove your makeup I used to use micellar water all the time and I just find that there's it's really important to make sure that you're really cleaning your skin thoroughly. So I'll use that. And then I'll use my second cleanse will be something that's not too stripping. So I really like the um, youth to people, the, the kale one in the glass jar. Yeah. I find that it's really great because when I wash my face, I really feel squeaky clean without feeling like it's stripping any of my face oil. So yeah. I think that's something sometimes like we want to get rid of the oil on our face, but it's there for a reason. Like your skin is yeah. telling you I need to be hydrated right now. And I'm yeah. producing this for you to be hydrated. So that's the first thing I'll do. And then I'll just really make sure that I have a really hydrating moisturizer. So I really like the Caudalie one. It's in the purple, in the pink jar. Okay. It's really hydrating. I'll use that at night. In the morning, I'll use something a little bit less thick. And lately I've been really, really into the milk one. Normally I don't get skincare products from a makeup brand. I don't know. It's like this, the thing in my head that I'm like, oh, if you're amazing at makeup, like you couldn't be amazing at yeah. skincare but I was really impressed. Like it's, okay. it, it's like really thick and, um, amazing. Yellow so one. moisturizer. Sorry. Is it, yellow? is it in a yellow jar? 
Yes. Is it, and it's vegan. I think, yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but I've heard so much good stuff about it. See, I hadn't heard about it before. And I'm like, why aren't people talking about it? It's so good. Oh, no, I think people love it over here. Would you say it's similar to like, well, either skin food or not as, not as thick? Um, so it's not as thick. And the thing with elated skin food is that it does have like um, fragrances in it. Like it's scented. There's some kind of like essential oil in it too. So I know that some, certain people um, can't use that. And I remember also when we were trying to get pregnant for our second one, um, I was using it and you can't really use essential oil when you're pregnant. And I didn't know yeah. that there was essential oil in it. Like it, it's not as thick as that. That one is like, yeah, intense. I can't use that. Though. I remember I used to try, you know, the fashion week trends and just put it on. No, it just goes slides right down. Yeah. And I have like because I have oily skin, it's just not good. I know they have the light one now. Are you an eye cream fan? I use eye cream, but I've never used something that I'm like, wow, I just saw the most dramatic change underneath my eyes. So I mean, it's cute. Like I use the step because I tend to have really dry eyes. So right. I like the ordinary caffeine drops. Like it's kind of okay. like an oil and I put it and it says it depuffs. I mean, I don't sleep that much. So I have puffy eyes. So <laughs> I'm not hoping for a miracle. <laughs> I'm not hoping for a miracle. <laughs> I just feel eye creams. I'm so, I just still, I'm just still not sold on them. I'm just like, you put these other creams on your face that are just as moisturizing. And, and obviously that area is very delicate. So I'm always like, I thought if you've got one, maybe I'll try it, but never mind. So I just make sure it's hydrated. And what, where do you stand on the whole kind of like you are what you eat? Do you think what you eat for you personally affects your skin? I've been really blessed with good skin. So I have to just be honest with that. Um, even when I was not taking care of it as much, like, I mean, it was dehydrated and uh, a little bit dull but I find that like you can drink a lot of water but I have a lot of close friends that take really good care of their skin that drink lots of water and suffer from acne and I think that it's really easy to say you are what you eat but I think that it is like a hormonal balance too um I find that people that struggle with that it's not necessarily because they're eating poorly so if I if I if I eat a lot of salt and if I eat a lot of sugar, I find that I will break out a little bit more. Like I'll have like a couple on my face and I'll be like, Ooh, like I've been eating maybe like too much greasy food, yeah. but I, I don't feel like there's anything specific that I eat that will make me feel like I'm glowy or, or anything like that. Yeah. Okay. We'll do some quick fire ones to end this bit before we go on to like the final, final questions. Favorite highlighter. Okay, so my my newest favorite that I really love, and you're going to love this, Fire Surgeons. This is the Spectral Shine in Mirrored Moonlight. And when you, it looks yellow, but when you put it on your face, it is a filter on your face and it, it's not shiny. There's no sparkle in it. It's just the most unique. It, 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 it's just, I cannot wait for them to take over the world with Vanessa. Okay, so favorite blush. My favorite blush. I really do enjoy the, um, it's going to be a Danessa episode, the Luxe Cream Palette. And the reason why I enjoy them is because for the summer, they're just super dewy. They're, they're wonderful. And you get so many shades and you can put them on your lips as well. So I think this one is really great. And if I had to pick 
A second one, I really, and this is a new, this is a new favorite of mine, is the Air Perez. Um, it's the Carrot Pot. This is in the shade Harmony, and it's like super dewy. Or if you are oily and you want to go into cream and you're kind of like worried because it's going to move around, the um, MAC, these are the Glow Play Blush. They, they're really cool because they, they're like a cream to powder formula. So when I put it on, it feels like a cream but it dries down as a powder. So these ones are really great if you really want to get into cream, but you're afraid that you're going to look too dewy because I know I'm going to be showing a lot of dewy things, but yeah. these ones are great too. Favorite brow product? Oh, yes. My favorite, favorite, favorite is the, um, it's super affordable too. It's the NYX, the NYX Lift and Snatch. Okay. They're so good. Um, to create brush strokes. Oh, cool. So they're like the Glossier. And I mean, exactly. And you pay less for them, which I like. And they have so many different colors. So I find that this is really great, especially when you have already a lot of brows and you just want to fill in a little bit of sparse area. I really love it. In the past, I would use pomades and all that stuff. And sometimes they can look a little blocky. And yeah. some days I want them to be blocky. But yeah. if I had to recommend some, these ones are really, really great. So we're going to... Slow it all the way down now. Last two questions. Tell me what you like to do. Like, what is your ultimate way to just wind down and take care of yourself? My gua sha routine in the morning. How long do you tend to take? Uh, it doesn't even take more than five minutes, honestly. And it's just a time where, like, I'm massaging my face. It feels so satisfying. And I'm not thinking of anything. I'm just kind of, like, doing that on my face. That's, like, the ultimate like luxury and then if I want to add like a cherry on top I'll do like a like a mask that same day and that just feels great I love that I need to do so much more facial massage like I just feel like I have to squash it in but it's I'm all it always looks like it's so good for you on more than just like an outside level do you know what I mean so I will try oh it's so good and especially like we hold a lot of tension in our eyebrows yeah and when you do that massage right here you don't realize how much, it, like how, how tense you are until you massage it out because you get knots, right? And you feel them. And it's like, whoa, that felt great. Yeah, I get the, eye, the eyebrow knots and the jaw knots. Like I can hear like crunches sometimes. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to do more of that. Final question. Tell me when you feel like the best version of you. When I can be creative. Like when I when I use my creativity there's something inside me that I'm a better mom. I'm a better wife. I'm a better friend. And I just see the day in a positive lens. If I'm not being creative, then that's when like I get lazy, uh, complacent, and I'm not the person that I want to be. Thanks so much for listening. You can find me on Instagram at beauty me podcast and feel free to slide into the DMS do please like, subscribe, and review. It really helps Beauty Me be seen.